not that I'm it's not that I'm being aggressive, it's that your idiocy <laughs> and how fucking stupid you are has just reached peak levels since you graduated <laughs> goddamn high school. I do not want to see anymore. I do not want to see. <laughs> I have talked to her for a minute and she's already mad at me. Riley has just been off the charts on the idiot level, on the idiot scale this week. And it's, God, it is, my mental health, waning. There is, it's getting worse because Riley just says stupid shit and has been saying stupider shit. Like, hey guys. <laughs> Is cereal considered to be soup? Is, I think so. I think so. I put it on my Facebook and people were fighting. Fighting. fighting on either side, for it and against it. Yeah, it was I untagged myself from the post because I got I got I, I was done with There's it. There's too many Catherine There's Henry. Too many. I love you, you fighty bitch. God, she literally, she even commented that she was like, I'm not the one for this post. I will find about the damn color of the sky. And I was like, I know this. We know this and we love you. Okay. Anyway, so this week so we this are week. doing movies, shitty movies I love. And I didn't know if this was a shitty movie or not before I even started watching it. I googled its Rotten Tomato score after I started watching it. <laughs> Why did you do that? Afterwards. Because I didn't know if it was actually a shitty movie. I just know that if it's a movie and I really love it, it's probably bad. <laughs> yeah. And Mariana won't watch it. And uh, Mariana being my best friend and a movie buff, um, if she won't watch it... It's probably a bad it's probably movie. probably a bad movie. <laughs> um, she won't watch it at this point because it's fun. It's a funnier joke. It's a funnier meme. It's a funnier joke now to be like, when we're stuck and we don't know what to watch to get when we're together and we're like just trying to veg... And she's like, God, what should we watch? And I just go, stick it. Now. That's a funnier meme than actually watching stick it at this point. So maybe in t- like 10 years, Mariana and I will watch stick it. Or Mariana will watch stick it on her own. Um, but Mariana's not going to watch stick it with me. No. Which, you know, should lead me to believe that it's a bad movie. Apparently it's directed by the same person who directed Bring It On. And when I googled the Rotten Tomato score, it's a 31. 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, uh... Is that good? No. Oh. A hundred being, like... Best? Chef's kiss. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, they... Someone commented, like, this director tried to bring the magic they had with Bring It On, but failed miserably despite Missy Peregrine's uh, stellar leading performance. So, Riley, what do you know about the movie Stick It? I know the, I know about... I know... I... I... I thought it was a, a cheerleading movie, but it turns out it's a gymnastics movie, so I'm already wrong. Yeah. Um, I saw a snippet of the movie, and it was... We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. And I don't know how those correlate But you know the stick it... At all. You know the stick it thing. Yes, I do know the stick it so, thing. So... Because I did it... Because, okay, so, <laughs> um, our grandma is a very old, very German woman. Ugh. And she's, you know, rather old school. And, uh... I have titties, which surprises no one, but sometimes my bra strap be showing, or sometimes my cleavage gets out of hand. You know what? I can't control that. 
And so there was, we were at like a village inn at like two o'clock in the afternoon once, and she asked me to put either my cleavage or my bra strap away. No, she asked Riley to put it away, and I immediately ripped my bra strap out of my shirt and snapped it, and was like, to it made a sound against my skin, and everyone stopped. Everyone stopped, looked at me, and then continued on what they were doing. And that is a stick it thing, and that will be explained later. I had to explain it later to Riley in the car and to my mom when she was very mad at me. Um, but <laughs> later to Riley in the car about why I did that. Because this movie, Stick It, came out in 2006. I was four. Yeah, I was nine. And uh, as I watched this movie, I have discovered uh, not only was it one of my sexual awakenings, it was one of my gay awakenings, um, this movie also is probably the actual beginning of my emo phase. It what? is the subconscious beginning of my emo phase. It wasn't Twilight. It, Twilight was was the was the trigger, but but oh stick God. it laid the track work. You know what? That's it. Twilight is a trigger. Trigger Twilight, warning. Trigger Twilight. warning. Twilight. <laughs> um, but stick it like laid the subconscious. Oh. Okay. Groundwork. It did all of, like the knocking on doors. It did all the foundations. It did the knocking on doors. It talked to people. But then Twilight was the one elected president. You feel? I seek you out, play you alive. One more word and you won't survive. I don't know the words because I didn't like Twilight no, enough for this. I'm not scared by your stolen power. See right through you any hour. You done. I won't oh. soothe your pain. The answer is no. Alright. I won't ease your strain. You'll be waiting I got nothing for you to gain. You done? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right. All right. So, Let's continue the podcast. Boop, boop, So scoop. I showed Riley at the beginning of Stick It, and just, like, it was, like, minute three of Stick It after the credits, because I started yelling. So Stick It starts with these three boys on bicycles doing, like, BMX tricks, and they're in this, like, obviously being renovated house in this hollowed-out pool, and these skaters come up, and they're like, dude, this is our place, and they're like, nah, dude, there's six more empty pools in this neighborhood, go get your fucking own, and they're like, the note is deep, and so, all I can think of is Tony Hawk, pro skater. Tony Hawk, pro skater. <laughs> Tony Hawk. All those boys are, are uh, Tony Hawk is Perry the Platypus, but with a skateboard. <laughs> um, literally, all those boys in that movie are just Tony Hawk in disguise. Because no one else can do tricks except but, for Tony Hawk. But the ever. main the main characters aren't skaters. Exactly. There's only you're saying. Do you this... think Tony Hawk is a, is, a, is a protagonist of his own life? Nah. Yeah, he is. He's just hidden. He's secret. He is goddamn Perry the Platypus. You give him a goddamn <laughs> skateboard, and everyone's like, ah, oh, Tony Hawk. But then you take away a skateboard, you're like, ah, oh, tall white man. That's it. I hate I hate this universe He's that we under- live in. He's undercover, Riley. Fuck! I hate that there are two different examples we can use Tony, for this. Tony Hawk. Anyway. Tony Hawk so, and the So, the skaters are like, you know what? Off the roof, down the down the construction gear, into the pool. Land it, and whoever wins stays, right? Whoever lands it stays. Skateboard versus bike. 
And these aren't like heavy bikes, they're BMX bikes, so they're lighter and they're meant for tricks, right? West Side Story, but with wheels. Yeah, and so the skateboard boy who proposes the challenge goes up, and then the boy we haven't seen the face of yet goes up. Because one of the boys in it is Kellen Lutz from Twilight! Ow! My arm, and I don't know who that is. Emmett from Twilight. Emmett? Uh-huh, except he's a blonde in this. Isn't he a blonde in Twilight? No, ma'am. Who he am is I a brunette. Of? Jasper. I don't know the difference. Emmett's the one that's with Rosalie, the beefy one. The one I thought that was a blonde one. The one who fights bears. I thought that was a blonde one. No, Jasper's the one. Emmett's the my monkey man. Oh, I don't know what these quotes are. I didn't like Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me things. Alright, so I'm gonna Google. I don't know the no, I'm Googling the Cullen family. Fucking take a shot. Rachel, I don't know anything about so Twilight. So I can just show you the difference. I can show you who Kellen Lutz is. <laughs> this episode's just about Twilight. No, it's not. And we are already sung Twilight. I didn't Twilight. have to I... We have sung Twilight. I will soothe your pain. When will Paramore come back? Who knows? Okay, so that's Rosalie. Obviously, she was one who was raped by her fiancé and left for dead. What? Yeah, that's her backstory. She was raped and murdered by her fiancé, and Carlisle found her bleeding out in an alley, and they turned her into a vampire. And then she killed all of his friends and left him for last and showed up and killed him in her wedding dress. Rosalie can kick my ass. Alright, that's Esme. Um, She's the mom, quote-unquote, Carlisle. He's the dad. You know, Eddie boy. That's Emmett. That's Emmett. And then Jasper's over in the corner. I thought he was one of the bad vampires. No, you're- no, 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 no. You're thinking (laughs) James, Victoria, and Laurent. James is the one, the blonde, that dies in the first one. Victoria's the redhead, who we all stand and are gay for, who dies in the third one. And Laurent dies in the second one after he tries to eat Bella when Edward's not around in New Moon. Play dumb. Pretend like you don't know who I am. Who's Bella? Not that dumb. I... I don't want to know anything about Twilight after this. I don't want to know <laughs> That's a it. single goddamn thing. That's it. If we create a Patreon... We'll have people donate, and when we get to a certain level of donation, we have to watch all five Twilight movies. There are five Twilight there movies? There are five Twilight oh, movies. Oh, Breaking Dawn Part Because Breaking one and Dawn two. Part 1 and 2. You see, I was dragged along to these things, and I so I remember basic clips. Like, I remember when, like- Riley, we went and saw the Eclipse movie premiere, in which they showed the first two, and then the third one. We yeah, sat through I have... seven hours of Twilight in I know, one evening. And I don't remember a single look of it, except almost puking during New Moon when I was at home, and we got and we just got the DVD for, like, a holiday or something. Okay, that movie premiere is where I found out what a dildo was. What? So... <laughs> Wait, you cannot just mention so, that. So, my mom bought four tickets, the three of us, and then she was like, bring a friend along. And the only friend I could think of was my friend Clarissa. Hi, Clarissa. Clarissa doesn't listen. But you know Clarissa. Clarissa loves me, and I love Clarissa with my whole heart. And Clarissa, we sat behind. My mom and Riley sat in a row ahead of us, and Clarissa and I sat behind them. Uh, you know how you're friends when you're, like, 13. Um, and Clarissa was like, do you know people are making Edward dildos? And I was like, what's a dildo? And she explained what a dildo was. And then she was like, yeah, you put it in the freezer so it's cold. That's why they're, they're Edward dildos, so they're cold like Edward, and then you can fuck yourself. What? Why? 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 Oh my, oh my, oh my god. I'm literally, I don't know what to do except repeat words, because I'm mal, I'm, I'm malfunctioning. I'm, 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 I'm stressed. I know what my reaction was to that. Oh, okay, cool. And then the movie started. Why are you like this? 
Specifically you. <laughs> I didn't have to know that. They didn't have to know that. And yet we're all I'm here. sure someone who's listening to this already knew that. Oh, probably. But for the ones that didn't... Congratulations. I apologize. I'm sorry, like, Nia, who is, like, tw- 14 oh, listening oh, to this. I'm sorry, oh, Nia. I'm sorry, Nia. Anyway, so, Kellen Lutz, I showed you what he looked like in Twilight. This is what he looked like in Stick It. That's Jacob. That's not Jacob. <laughs> Jake, this is a white boy. Hey, white boy. Hey, white boy. So, oh. the movie starts with that. The skateboarder almost nails it, but fails at the last moment. But they're like, yeah, he still got it, whatever. And the biker... Goes down, nails it, does some extra tricks, and then accidentally plunges through the glass back door and gets their bike stuck in their new railing in this renovated house. And the reason I showed Riley the scene earlier was because Fallout Boy plays as they're running upstairs to get to the roof to start these tricks. And it's fucking, I slept with someone in Fallout Boy and all I got was a stupid song written about me. I found the cure for growing older. You're the only place that feels like home. So you know I'll never know. But secrets are meant to be told. I found the cure for growing older. I'm the first creature. Sorry my conscience called in sick again. So, she the com- musical interludes are just not going to end throughout this entire episode. No. Right? There's so much emo All music in right. here. All right. I'm just prepared to have my hand over my face for like 90% of this episode. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of up me being like, oh my god, I'm fucking gay. So. Nice. They complete the trick and the one of, so there's two friends. Kellen Lutz and non-Kellen Lutz. All right. And so I refer to them as Kellen Lutz and non-Kellen Lutz, but non-Kellen Lutz's name is Poot. That's his nickname, P-O-O-T. I don't like know. Like Poot Lovato? Yes, like Poot Lovato. I don't know why. They never explain why his nickname is Poot, but it's Poot. Okay. And then the person who did the trick. So Poot goes and opens the front door to let Kellen in, and that's when the alarms go off. And so now they gotta run, because the cops are coming, because they're trespassing. And here is where the movie actually begins, because as they're running away, they focus on the person who did the trick, which turns out to be the main character, Haley. So it was oh, a... It was, it was a, a girl. girl. Nice. Yeah. And Haley's played by Missy Peregrine. And, um, so it starts with her, like, the movie actually starts with her, the narration starts with her running and stripping out of, like, the heavy, heavy clothes that she was wearing to, like, her sh- shirt and jeans. Sir, this is my mo- emotional support gay awakening movie. I I need to show you what Missy Peregrine looks like. Alright, because, because I have no idea. One. <clears throat> um... A, I'm going to make Riley watch this movie as soon as we're done here, because I will watch it again. I don't give a shit. Oh, my God. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. Um, this is what she looks Very like cute. most of the movie. Oh. Nice. Yeah, I'm showing Riley a mo- uh, uh, one of the stills from the movie of her doing a fucking handstand. You can see her goddamn biceps. And so, she... And they're in Plano, Texas, by the way, which sucks. Which does suck. Yep. So, let me go back to my Wait, notes. her last name is Graham? Graham. Uh, Graham. True. I, that's how I pronounce it. Like, I don't, in my head. Like, I know it's Graham. It's not spelt that way. It's not that way in my yeah. head, man. So, the next scene is, uh, 
my note says gets taken to court. Ew, they're in Plano, Texas. <laughs> because you get, a, you get a scene of her getting booked and it has like Plano written on it and her name. Uh, that's why Riley got her last name being Graham. And so the judge oh, is this nice old white lady. It's the uh, camp counselor from um, Parent Trap. The old white lady with the curly hair. She looked so familiar the entire time. And I was like, what the fuck? And I paused it. And I'm on Amazon. And Amazon gives you, like, the x-ray. So I could just click on her and see what else she was in. And I was like, Parent Trap? Parent Trap? With Lindsay Lohan and my trust issues? Was L- Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, I was... I'd say my trust issues because I thought Lindsay Lohan had a twin for, like, three Rachel, years no. because of that movie. And then... Rachel. I was, like, 13 before I found out she didn't have a twin. And I knew I was, that she didn't have a twin, even at elementary Because I school. told you, because I didn't want you to have trust issues like I did. I mean, I have trust issues for different reasons, but that ain't one but of I them. But I saved you. See? Okay. <laughs> you saved me from what? Those, different those trust issues? No, those exact trust issues. You're welcome. I hate you. Hate me. It only makes me stronger. No. So, um, I put, this next note says, Good Christ, am I gay? Missy Peregrine... Made me gay at the tender age of nine. Yeah. So the judge then asked her, she's like, all right, so you got to pay restitution. You don't got to go to jail necessarily because your dad is offering up two things and her two things he's willing to pay for that the court will accept in lieu of jail time. And the mom and dad are sitting on opposite sides of the court and it's very obvious they have a very nasty divorce. Mm. Yeah. And so... So the judge looks at her and she's like, all right, so there's military school or VGA? And Missy Peregrine's like, haha, military school. And the judge looks at her and he's like, all right, VGA it is. What is VGA? You will find out in a second. Oh, okay, I question anyway. So the court worker takes her to her house so she can pack up all her shit. And she's like, it's going to be a three-hour drive. Grab whatever you need. You take your time. It's okay. And, um, so she gets a chance to pack her shit for going to whatever VGA is, and her room is littered with punk shit. Like, it's spray-painted, there's just band posters everywhere. She obviously had a pink four-poster bed that she painted over, like, cool shit like that, to where you're like, ah, something happened that made her drastically change her personality. How would but, you- there's a bunch of gymnastics trophies and pictures of her and other girls as gymnasts? That is my... In her room? Yeah, in her room. And, like, all the other girls' faces are, like, drawn over and shit like that. And there's still just a bunch of trophies and they're holding, like, shit that she's, like, threw over them, obviously. And then her dad comes in and she's like, whatever. And she's packing all her shit. And her dad's like, I have to do this, whatever. And he's like, you used to be such a good kid. That's interesting. You used to be such a good dad. I guess we're even. <sighs> so something happened. Daddy issues. I think it's just... Issues. issues okay so then uh as they're driving they pull up to a red light and kellen lutz and poot show up on their bikes and poot gives her his phone and kellen lutz is wearing a hat that says world's best grandma wait poots just gives her her yeah the, gives her phone? his phone and he's like and a she's like phone yeah but it's also 2006 his phone it's like a but. flip phone it's like my my first phone which is a slide phone with a full keyboard it was so cool uh, my galaxy, my little galaxy. Um, but he just gives her, and she's like, "What are you gonna use?" He's like, ah, "I'll steal my brother's, whatever." He's like, "Use it so they don't take it away from you in juvie." Haha, <laughs> she tells him that he, they're going to juvie, and then they drive away. But also, if anyone finds that world's best grandma hat that Kellen Lutz wears and stick it, I would like one, please. Thank you. Or you should just make one. 
It's like a, it's like a, it's like a hat hat. It's like a baseball cap. Oh, okay. And it says world's best grandma. And it was Why really do you f- want the world's best grandma? I just think it's a funny hat. I want the hat. Now that I- I'm wearing hats again because I don't have any hair. Spencer, hi Spencer, he doesn't listen to this. Spencer asked me why I wear hats even though I'm bald and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna get a sunburn on my scalp because I'm pale. And my hair is long enough to where it sticks straight out. It does? It doesn't do anything else. I got my Eddie Bird lace cut on and um, hats hide it at work. Especially since I'm not wearing makeup to work because masks are making me break out when I wear makeup with them. So. Just don't wear lower makeup. No, but no, because then that's too much for me to figure out with my brain when I have to leave for work when I'm tired. It's that's too fair. much. It's too much. It's anyway, too much. it's too much. And you know what? Customers don't deserve my full face glam. They don't deserve my beauty. They don't. They don't. If you're a consumer, you don't deserve me. That's it. She doesn't have the range. <laughs> So, VGA... Let's fucking stick it. VGA is in Houston, and I hate Texas. That's what I've found. Also, Plano to Houston is three hours. That just shows how big Texas is. Yeah, and Plano's, like, considered close close to Houston. Houston. Houston's an eight to ten hour drive away from us. Yeah, Texas is huge. Texas. Time isn't real in Texas. Time is not real in Texas. There's, like, three different time zones in Texas alone. Yeah, it's disgusting. Pan to girls taping their joints and beginning gymnastics training. And now we find out what VGA stands for. Vickerman Gymnastic Academy. Ew. Yep, so she's being sent back to being Vickerman. a gymnast. And guess who plays Bert Vickerman? I don't know anyone from the early 2000s enough for this. He's not just from the early 2000s. He's like an old guy. Is it Danny God, I wish. What kind of movie would this be? (laughs) He's an (laughs) ex-gymnast. John Cena. (laughs) John Cena's only in his 20s at this point. Oh yeah, because John Cena's like 40-something now. He's 43. It's Jeff Bridges. Who's Jeff Jeff Bridges? You don't know who the fuck Jeff... So, we never saw the movie Tron, but we always watched that literal trailer of Tron, where it's like, motorcycle, switch lanes, exit, pausing the podcast. <laughs> Boyd's wear that shirt that says, like, the dude abides. It's Jeff Bridges' thing from... Never seen any of those something. shirts. Anyway, right. Jeff Bridges! So, Rachel Rachel showed me the trailer, and she laughs so hard <laughs> at that one joke. Because it's like, walking, 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 cut... Jeff Bridges! And it, it's a joke from old Kids and Co. And I remember specifically singing it in the Fogel's backyard. That is a very specific memory. So, hi Skylar and Mia. They both listen to this podcast and they will both know what I'm talking about. I know. They're gonna they're gonna be upsetty at me. That's Everyone's right. upsetty at you. Yeah, also, well, Alexis, what else Alec- everyone denounced Riley everyone because, hated of, me because, because of her Zodiac, Zodiac views. So, uh, continue to denounce Riley as a false god and a false prophet. I'm here for it. I love it. I was a prophet? Alexis says they don't worship no false idols anymore, so apparently yes. They're gonna crucify you like they did Jesus, boy. You know what? If that means I can die, so be it. (laughs) Riley's holding her arms in the Jesus (laughs) Jesus God. Okay, so Jeff Bridges is this ex-gymnast trainer, and this movie is so fucking funny, so they zoom in on him, pause, and rotate him like a character screen. Zodiac sign. Crab. 
He's a cancer. That's, that's one of those descriptors that they give. He's a cancer. So and then that we, means he's gonna cry in the movies. Yes. Yeah. Then we introduce Joanne. I didn't expect to be right. That's when we introduce Joanne, who is the Rachel Berry of this movie. She spins like her own choose your own character. Zodiac sign, bitch. Aquarius. <laughs> ow! 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 She's kicking me with her legs. Fucking Riley's being mean to me because of the Zodiac sign joke being bitch. <laughs> Just as easily a Capricorn. And Just as- Well- or many. Actually, Joanne. Many. Joanne, many. Joanne comes off as a Scorpio because she's a bitch because she's so fucking passionate about gymnastics. Anyway. Oh, no. I know. This gymnastics. is a gymnastics movie. What do you want? I don't know. Anything but Apparently, gymnastics. Apparently. And so Haley walks in and she's like, so, you know, everyone hates me. It's great. Everyone hates Haley in gymnastics because she walked out on Team USA at Worlds, basically the Olympics, and lost the gold for the entire country. A year previously. Ooh, yikes. Yep. yikes. And then uh, they show a bunch of the other gymnasts and two underdogs, Mina and Weiwei. And I'm like, where the fuck do I recognize Weiwei from? She was in The Lovely Bones, which I just finally watched for the first time like two weeks ago. And I literally, at, while I was watching that movie, I was like, where do I know that murdered bitch from? From Stick It. Fucking duh. God, I'm an just idiot. A, this is just a positive feedback loop. It is. It is. It is. It I is. It this. is. I love. I love stick it so much. Anyway, um, Google the scene where they try to make her do things. Okay, so she shows up in her street clothes, which is which are like these baggy boy shorts, big two t-shirts, skater shoes, you know, the puffy ones, and a hat. And she's still beautiful. Missy Peregrine, hit me up. I know she's married and like 40, but if you ever want to fall in love, I'm here. So... She shows up and they're like, do you want to show us? He's like, fine, show us a trick. And I'm going to show Riley this scene and see if I can find it on YouTube. Great, love that. Alright, pause. So Riley, what did you just watch from this movie? What did she just do? When running at the vault, how did she show her vault skill? Flailing? At a mild run, she just flailed her arms and sat on the vault. In which Riley said, oh, I think I've seen part of this movie. And the reason I love this movie so much is because they showed it basically every week on ABC Family. Channel 36, or not 36, 63, that I watched all the time. All the fucking time. Along with, like, Kyle XY. Bunch of shit. What is Kyle XY? Kyle XY is an alien or a clone or something and he doesn't have a belly button. It was a whole TV show about it. About an alien with no belly button? Because he showed up as a hu- in human form at, this, at the ripe, tender age of 17 and had no memories, no anything, and didn't have a belly button. And was, like, adopted into a family. And they had to figure out why he was so special and why he didn't have any memories and why he didn't have a fucking belly button. Anyway. I don't know, I guess his mom didn't feed him. His mom was like, fuck that kid. He can fuck starve. Fuck that kid. He'll just starve. Photosynthesize, I guess. So after she does that, they're like, all right, you're not, he was like, ha ha, okay, sit down. And she's like, okay. And one of the coaches throws her over his shoulder and takes him to the old gym that they hadn't renovated and drops her ass on the ground and is like, since you don't have any respect, you can't be in that gym yet. Sorry. We have rules. And if you're not going to follow them, fuck off. Damn, that's a little mean, not gonna lie. And so, he was, as he's walking out, he's like, either you train or you can go to jail. It's fine. I'll call the judge. I don't give a shit. 
So, um, the next day, Haley and Joanne, or later, I guess, Haley and Joanne get into it about worlds and how, um, uh, Joanne's like, you just choked. And the way Joanne says choked has stuck with me for years because she doesn't, like, choke herself. She just presses on her fucking trachea and is like, eh, choked. I love that And line. it And you should just imagine... Joanne, if you don't look up any of these characters, as a mix of Adrian Bailon from Cheetah Girls and Leah Michelle, right. specifically during Glee. All right, the bang. That is exactly who she is, and that's exactly what she looks like. And her character is a fucking moron, dude. But like, when I googled the actress, she speaks like four languages. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and was on Glee, by the way. Um. So. Then Haley looks at one of the other girls named Mina, one of the quote-unquote underdogs who I'll mention later. And she's like, hey, Mina, right? Mina yeah, nods and Haley puts up a fake phone to her face and Mina picks up the phone and Joanne's like, don't pick up the phone, Mina. Hey, Mina, will you tell Joanne to suck it? Or like, she d- and Mina's like, hey, Joanne, Haley's on the phone. And she says, I heard what she said, Mina. I mean, I think they missed out an opportunity to roll credits. To where they could be like, They say hey, stick it many times in this movie. That's not the point. Give her an opportunity to stick it. Yep. Uh, whatever. So they talk about it. And, um... Oh, so this might be when... Let's see. Yeah, this is probably when he tells... Jeff Bridges tells Mina... Not Mina. Tells Joanne to go work on her homeschooling. Because they all, like, live at this compound for gymnastics. And they train, like, 12 hours a day or some shit like that. Because they're, like, professional gymnasts. And, and she looks at Haley and she's like, why did she have to go do homeschooling? And uh, he's like, Haley got her GED at 15. Or Haley picks up the phone again and she's like, hey, Mina, tell Joanne that I got my GED at 15. Right? And then as Joanne's walking away, she thinks she's so smart. And she's like, I don't see what, what school has to do with drunk driving. And walks away because she thinks it's like a defensive driving DUI. <laughs> God. And she says she like that this entire movie because she's fu- such a fucking idiot, but she's a mean girl, so she thinks she's so smart and so, like, so witty, and w- and it's just a whip when she uses her mouth, but she's such an idiot. And Haley's so funny, but Haley's attitude is just so fucking awful. Anyway, so Haley, uh, you know, continues to refuse to train, so Jeff Bridges punishes them with training, with, like, running and shit, until Haley decides to join the training, which leads all the girls to kick Haley out of the house for the night and lock her out and not let her in. Shit. Yep. And so Jeff Bridges really said, "Fuck you, yeah. Haley." Haley has the worst attitude, dude. The worst. And it, sleep on the ground, bitch. Yeah. And so Jeff Bridges picks her up and he's like, "Let's go get food." And he drives to a diner and he doesn't let her eat because he's like, "Nah, man, you got food at the house that you're currently locked out of." That you're currently locked out of, and he knows who she is. And he's just trying to get through to her, but it's like, she has the worst attitude, and when you see it, you're like, yeah, this is totally justifiable. Um, and then he makes her walk back. He's like, so you either train, and if you compete at world, if you compete at this coming up championship, you'll earn the money for your restitution, and you can leave. I don't care. But you have to train, because I'm not sending someone, I'm not just going to send you, you have to earn it. And she's like, well, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, cool, well, I hope this five-mile trek back to the uh, house, we'll let you think on that. Mm-hmm. And she says something to the effect of, I'm sick and tired of being judged. I don't need it. And there's definitely a deeper reason why she left gymnastics. Oh, definitely. And you can tell from her bad attitude. So he makes her walk back to the gym, and she decides, sometime in that, she decides to compete 
at the tournament, which is in a month. Okay. And so he lets her train at the old gym so she doesn't have to struggle in front of the other girls who are, like, robots and have been... Like, obviously, Haley had been continuously training most of her life and only left for a year. But if but you left still, for a year and you're not doing 12-hour-a-day trainings anymore, you're, you're not, not in shape. You're not in shape. She calls them robots. Yeah. So, um... She starts to do training by her own, by, by herself a little bit in the, uh, in the old gym. And Brain Stew by Green Day comes on. It's that dun it dun it dun it dun 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 You know what time I'm talking about. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. You know. Anyway, so this movie is definitely, I literally was like, oh, Green Day! And then I was like, Huh. Huh. Didn't realize it was the beginning. this was the subconscious, my subconscious emo phase quite yet. It comes on a little bit later. If you like falling, gymnastics is a sport for you. Good thing I didn't like falling. I loved it. Quote, and how she said it. Because it's a whole montage of her trying to work out and do these different tricks and all these shit on these, on the beam, vault, mm-hmm. uneven bars, and the floor itself. Uh, and her voiceover of her falling on everything. She flips a lot, and a lot, and after a lot of training, and there's a montage of her doing all that training and an and ice baths, because yeah, sore. She's sore as fuck. So then the next day, her idiot friends come and try to break her out because they still think she's in juvie, and Jeff Bridges catches them as they're flirting with all the moms. Oh my god. <laughs> and Best grandma, why? And lets them talk to Haley for like two minutes before full ass kicking them out. Yeah, um, and there are many, many montages of Missy Peregrine working out, and girls, and that girl's abs, God bless, she should have been the next Slayer, I am gay. That is a note. Buffy had only been over for, like, four years at this point, but, uh, if they, if they had the thought to reboot it in 2006, Missy Peregrine for Slayer. But, uh, it looks like a reboot's never happening, because Joss Whedon's been threatening it for, like, seven years, but no one trusts Joss Whedon, so. Whatever. I love that man. So, the next night while she's in an ice bath, there all the other girls are, like, the two of the unknown girls and then the two underdogs that we know the name of are watching the old news footage from Worlds when she walked out and how Team USA lost everything, and there's this, like, one competitor uh, just wrecked by it who was set to win a bunch of medals, but... Now they're all automatically disqualified or some shit like that. And her name's Trisha, and she comes back later, so remember Trisha's. Um, but, and Ace, Haley can hear it all from upstairs in her ice bath. Oh. And earlier in one of the training montages, Jeff uh, had been telling her that she needs to learn how to control her, like, landings and her tricks because she goes in full force and she has all this natural talent, but she can't control it. And she's going to fucking blow a knee. She doesn't. And he's like, so come to me when you want to learn control. And she blows him off, whatever. And hearing all that in the ice bath, she goes the next day and she asks for help controlling her tricks. Finally listening to what he said about injury. And I realized she has been acting this way because her old coach and uh, because she had been acting like this because with her old coach, they always talked about her natural talent and how that she's me in private school with math. Mm. how they kind of just let her natural talent and pushed her natural talent but didn't actually teach her how to control it or like me how to study so when she faltered a little bit she got defensive angry and quit and that's not the whole reason she quit gymnastics 
But, like, looking at that, I'm like, oh, I understand that. It's that gifted thing that people keep talking about on Twitter. Anyway, so, yeah, I was like, oh, that makes sense. I would have dropped out, too. Ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is where Haley says she got her, GA her GED at 15. Joanne's such a fucking moron, dude. God, I want to punch her. <laughs> this is for the DWI comment. I'm like, you're such an idiot, Joanne. Um, so... It's coming to the end of the month, and they're picking they pick the four competing in the upcoming competition, and Haley is not chosen. So Haley throws a fit and is like, "Great, what well, you're keeping me here now? You're just keeping me here. That was our agreement." He's like, "Well, you're not ready, so I'm not going to take you if you're not ready." And she's like, "Well, that was our I mean, fucking agreement." Fair. And she's throwing her fit, and one of the other coaches is like, "They're all getting lazy. Light a fire under the, their ass. Let them compete for who gets to go." Jesus. And that's the entire gym. All the people. All the girls. Jesus. So all the unknown girls, Joanne, Haley, the two underdogs, the other four who were actually picked. Because, like, the four girls picked, it was, like, three girls that we don't know the name of and, uh, Joanne. Joanne. Um, so Joanne starts talking shit in the holding space like it's an audition room. Like, oh you know God. how you hear about those shitty actors who are like, well, yeah, you know, probably neither of us are gonna get it, so it doesn't matter, haha, and just psychs out other people, and she's talking shit to Mina yeah. and Weiwei. Um, and Haley comes over and she's like, Joanne's a bitch. Don't listen to her. She's just trying to psych you out. Fuck, what did I do? <gasps> I just deleted that note. Recently deleted. Recover. Woo, woo, woo. Hell yeah. Fine where I was. But anyway, she's telling her, she's telling them that like, hey, she wants a bitch. Fuck her. You know what will help you not be nervous? Imagine the judges, because they brought in like a, official judges or people who judge it officially and like uh, yeah. as a job professionally. Who are, who are, like, older people, older white people, in, like, their blue blazers. She's like, imagine them in their blue blazers trying to do what we do. And there's a whole montage of these three judges trying to do acrobatics oh and shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and my next note says, this movie has no faults. Because I was watching this skinny white man, who's obviously in his mid-40s, trying to do floor acrobatics, and I was just like, this, this movie, movie has, has no, no faults. faults. Not a single fault. Not a single fault. fault. Not a single fault. This 2006 movie has no, no faults. faults. Not a single fucking one. A 31 on Rotten Tomatoes. No faults. No faults. Uh, Haley Jesus. makes friends with the underdogs because they're less judgy, whatever. Haley, and whether Haley wants to admit it or not, she is the mom slash older sister friend. Those are the vibes. She is the punk rock older sister who will buy you alcohol. That is Haley. And I'm in love with her. Because you are her. Yes. It's not, it's, it's the main character archetype, which I fit into, apparently, according to everything I hear on TikTok and Riley. She is the main character! Like, you cannot disagree with me on that. I'm trying like, to- There I'm, are too many things that happen in your life to where, like, you're not in, like, a teen, like, upcoming movie, but you're in, like, a weird fantasy I'm movie. I'm in YA. You're in YA, and it doesn't kick in until, like, later. So, like, you're a main character, just- Freaking wait! And see, Riley's mad because she's not the main character. I'm he not in any story! And see, I, I'm telling her, I'm like, you can just write yourself as the main character. Like, you give yourself the right to be the main character by making yourself the main character in a plot. And Riley's like, I, I was like, Riley, but just- But it doesn't fit as well. It doesn't- It doesn't matter. Well. You can write it that way. You can write it to fit. Creative writing can't be taught because how do you teach creativity? See, you exactly. You've got a point exactly. there. So, Riley, writing is what you want it to be. You can write whatever you want. Rules aren't real. So whenever I'm like, oh, I'm adding too many commas. Oh, I'm adding too many, like, line breaks. You know what? I don't give a shit. Why? Because I'm writing it. It's mine. I'm not Stephen King. I'm not fucking Jane Austen. 
I'm never gonna be. I don't give a shit. I'm never gonna be Willie Shakes. I can write whatever I want. So if Riley wants to be a main character, she has to write herself in it. And I was telling her this, and you know what she said? I tried, but you're the main character in my book, too. Yeah, that's a thing. So it's like, your own brain. It yeah, fits uh-huh. better! Nope, see, it so... It fits better. It's easier. Please, everyone on Instagram, message Riley and tell her she can be the main character if only she lets no. herself believe no, she no, can no. be. I am the best friend character At through Theater and Geek through. At TheaterGeek244, uh, tell Riley she can be the main character no, no, if no, she no, writes no, no, it. No. Okay, if I write it, sure. But in reality, someone else I find am, a book. I am a best friend character. Let's find someone else a book where the best friend character I am a is younger, the main character. I am a younger sibling character. But I am not a main. Everyone character. hit up Riley and tell her that she can be the main character if only she lets her heart believe. Faith, <laughs> dust, and pixie dust, or faith, trust, and pixie dust. Fuck. Faith, faith cocaine, du- and pixie dust. Um. So that good see. That good see. So there's a cool competition monologue where it shows them all going at once, but it starts individually, like around. It's mm-hmm. so cool. I love it a lot. Um, and then at the end of that, they uh, release the rankings, and the two underdogs race rank first and second. Haley is third. Uh, a girl named like Lacey, I think, as fourth, and then Joanne is an alternate, Ooh. and she's pissed. And then, and next thing, the fourth girl gets super hurt, and Joanne gets to go in her spot. And Joanne's so happy. Such a bitch. Uh, so they go to the competition, and people are glaring at Haley, because, like, duh. Everyone, everyone who would actually show up to these competitions, like, as a spectator, will definitely know the history of shit like that, and yeah. know that she walked out of Worlds and lost it for the entire country. So, her BFFs show up, the boys show up, Poot and Kellen Lutz show up, and while she's distracted by them in the audience and they're yelling and she's waving, this bitch walks up and throws a soda on her, like a big gulp <gasps> on her, and goes, that's for worlds. And walks away. So she has to go buy- 2006 and- isn't real. She got, she got Glee slushied before Glee was a thing. Wow. Both Ryan- a big gulp. Ryan, Ryan Murphy, Murphy really saw said- that and went, <laughs> mine! And then stole also the girl who ended up being in Glee too. <laughs> 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 um... So then Jeffers is like, go buy yourself a new Leo at the concession stand, because apparently they sell, like, Leos, Leos at the concession, at concession stand? stand? Whatever. And you don't have, like, and the two, another leotard? You, she borrowed Leo? the team Leo from the, go- the girl who was the alternate. Oh. Or from, she was going to borrow Joanne's Leo, and Joanne was like, ew, and that's when the other girl got hurt, so then she borrowed that girl's Leo, Lacey or whatever her name is, Leo's. So she went and bought a Leo, and while well, at the concession stand, she's talking to her two friends, because they showed up, and they're like, damn, we wanted to be the one to throw drinks on you. Right? You know, like, boy bre- boyfriends do. Male slash friends. Um, not boyfriends. And then Joanne's, like, hovering, and she's like, you know boys? <laughs> and, and, and fucking Haley's like, you don't? And walks away. <laughs> Joanne's 18! This poor girl! Um, yeah, Joanne's yeah, flabbergasted. They, if they live, if they live they there. They live there, they're homeschooled, they're homeschooled, and they train for 12 hours a day. Yeah, there's no way they even yeah. know any boys. So the girls listen to Haley, because Haley's like, do whatever, throw harder tricks, do whatever the fuck you want, who cares? Okay. So the so Mina and uh, Weiwei start throwing, ooh, sorry, Mina and Weiwei start throwing harder tricks, and they, they're not sticking them, they're not landing. Ooh, that's not good, mm-hmm. that is not good. And then the Fall Boy is set. Fall Boy song is back. I found the cure for growing older. <laughs> You're the only way that feels like home. Just so you know, you'll never know. Some secrets are meant to be told. During Haley's routines. Um, I hate you. So and then Haley, nice. quote unquote, floors it. Because, okay, so the other two girls don't land their bolts. And Jeff Bridges is like, what the fuck, Haley? 
And she's like, what? And he's like, stop. And she, and he's like, fine, do whatever you want. She's like, cool, I'm gonna floor it. She floors it and does more and then sticks it. Because Haley is all raw power, right? Of course. Yeah. So if the other girls didn't land it and they're flooring it, Haley will definitely end it if she's, like, it's, yeah. Competition montage. Uh, Joanne convinced, while Haley is competing in one part, I think it's the uneven bars, uh, Joanne convinces Mina and Weiwei that Haley told them to floor it just because she wants them to throw their hardest <gasps> tricks and mess up. No. That way she can win. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That is such a mean girl thing to do. Joanne's such a bitch. Such a bitch. But that's a smart move to play if you. It is, and it's something you her. should be thinking about if you just met this girl three weeks earlier and she's convincing you to do yeah. whatever the fuck you want at a competition where you're trying to qualify Wait. to go to a competition to go to be on the Olympic team. Yeah. So it's like, not to be like conniving, but it you something like you should be like, well, why is she only bringing this up now? Yeah. Yeah. I get it, and it's because Haley's pure anarchy, but uh. Whatever. So... They don't know that. They don't know how. And then before that she goes to beam, because, of course, it's individual competitions. Uh, or It's individual, but then in certain parts of gymnastics and your group is rated, rated together or you're rated individually. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's beam, vault, uneven bars, and floor. Floor is the one with all the dancing and the flips where you're standing on a square. Vault is when you run at and you flip into the air. Uneven bars are the two bars that are obviously uneven that you flip on for, like, five minutes and do tricks. And beam is the one, is the, is the beam in the middle of the, yeah, the beam in the middle of the air that they walk on, the bounce board. Chonky stick. Yeah, the bounce board that you walk on and then they do flips and shit on. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, Riley and I just happen, like, we're not gymnastic based, we're not not like, "Eh, gymnastics, but But we we do do enjoy gymnastics, so we know that. It's It's just, I don't know if it's something that, like, other people don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's out of, I don't know where we come from with our gymnastics, like, knowledge. I don't know, Abby Lee Miller. No, Abby Lee Miller does dance, though. Yeah, but there's like some aspects. No, I mean there's tricks, but they're not. But they're, they're not. They're not gymnastic. I don't know. Like, do, four. Did we not... watch gymnastics like at the Olympics? At the Olympics, like we used I to used when to. I was a kid. Yeah, but I don't. I haven't watched them since. I watch it on like the internet. Like I'll see the UCLA girls yeah, yeah, doing yeah. things because they're fantastic. They're yeah. Anyway, whatever. So before Beam, uh, before she's warming up for Beam, her mom shows up and tries to get Haley to go back with her original coach. And lets it slip that her dad is paying Jeff Bridges four times what the other people are paying just so she can go. Because he called all the other gyms in the country and no one would take her. Because she walked out of Worlds. And her mom is one of those southern Texas bells like, teeth and hair, girl. Like, Haley's walking away pissed and she goes like, teeth and tits up, baby, or something like that. Like, something very Texas, something very dance mom. And she told me this right before she competes? On beam, yeah. Oh, and uh, I think that's one of the harder ones. It is, yeah, because it's, like, it's if you fall off, you fall off. Yeah. There's no hiding that. Nope. Um, so now, now Haley, now Mina and Weiwei are like, thanks, Haley, because now they're believing what Joanne said, and Jeff Bridges is like, this isn't about you today, Haley. Because he thinks that she's, he thinks the same thing. Yeah. And thinks she's being selfish. And so Haley gets on the beam and chokes. And she's fucking up. And now it's time for everyone to shit on Haley, and she's feeling it and chokes on the beam and cries while doing beam. This girl, who is very obviously an air sign, cries on the beam. And it's a super nice shot because she's doing a one-handed, like, um, handstand on the beam while in a split. And just one tear falls on the beam, and then when she comes, when you finally see her face, they're just streaming down her face. And it's Missy, and I love her. Anyway! And I put, God, Riley, you need to watch this movie. (laughs) 
So then... I want to watch this movie right now. Yeah, so as soon as Haley gets off it, she puts on her stuff and she starts to leave, even though there's still... There's still... One competition left. There's still floor left. She has to done floor. And she's like, she's getting ready to leave. She's leaving. She's walking out and Jeff, Jeff stops her and he's like, what, what is up, Haley? What the fuck are you... Why are you leaving? Haley tried to bail and Jeff stops her, offers to send her back to her OG trainer. He's like, fine, you know what, maybe I should just send you back to Chris because at least you listen to him for some amount of years. And Haley drops the bomb. Why she left worlds and gymnastics altogether. Her OG trainer had an affair with Haley's mom that broke apart her entire family and she found out about it right before the event she walked out of at worlds. That's why her parents have this vitriol hatred for each other. Mm-hmm. Why she hates gymnastics. Why she hates gymnastics because it ruined her entire family. Yeah. It ripped them apart. It killed her future. Yeah. And it happened right as she was about to compete. Yep. Yep, yep. All yep. right. Yep. And everyone's shitting on her. And they don't know the situation. Yep. 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 And it's all just coming to a little bit of a head right there, that emotional bubble. Because that's not the climax of the movie, don't worry. But that emotional bubble is really, like... Fuck, coming to a head. Uh, and Jeff, like, hugs her, and he, or he tries to hug her, and she pulls away, because she's yeah. an air sign. She's, and, she's a Gemini. Yeah, and she's like, you you didn't owe it to me to be a good coach. You didn't, you owed it to me to be a good person. Ooh. Yeah, and he's like, Haley, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. And she's like, yeah, whatever. And she leaves. Her friends pick her up in the parking lot, because they saw her cry out, they saw her cry on the beam, and they immediately were like, go, yeah. let's go, let's go, let's go. Because sometimes boyfriends can be boyfriends emotionally sometimes. intelligent. Yeah, sometimes. Not mm-hmm. a lot. But with the with the with the girls face friends. Oh, yeah. They, so smart. When they're when they're when you're good friends, boyfriends will do anything for oh, you. It's yeah. wonderful. It's wonderful. Um not saying girls' friends won't, but boyfriends are it's a different level. It's a different it's of a different doing. it's a different intensity. Yes. And it's a different like and a different, awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then uh Haley goes back to the judge, the judge who's the counselor in uh fucking I was trying to say, I was about to say sister act. What? Parent, Parent, trap. Parent trap. Thank God. Um, and the judge has her read a letter aloud. It's about Haley's character, and it's written by Jeff Bridges, letting Haley decide what the fuck to do for herself. He's like, it's fine. She's a good kid. Let her decide, and she'll pick the right choice. She'll do whatever she wants, and it'll be good for her. Like, let her do that. And Haley's like, well, what about the restitution? And she's like, well, your restitution's actually been paid. So go be free and do good. And then the judge winks at her and is like, sometimes really good people have really bad parents. We gotta stick together. And I'm like, <laughs> Sad. Sad. So Sad. She, so the next day she goes back to the gym and talks to Jeff Bridges and she's like, so you paid my restitution. And Jeff was like, yeah, that's what your father's money went towards. <laughs> and so Haley apologizes, which is very cool and nice of her, and decides to take the team to champions. Uh, championships and Mina and Weiwei apologize. They're like, we 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 look back on it and we're like, wow, Joanne's a bitch. <laughs> Sorry. And she's like, yeah, and it's Wait, okay. Wait, how did the competition end out? Oh, they all qualified. Oh, they all qualified. Yeah, even though all, she didn't do one though, of the yep. competitions. Well, because what? it was individually based. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she qualified for like one of them. She qualified for all of them. Oh wow. Except for four, I think. I don't know. She qualified to go compete to qualify for to be on the gymnastic team. All right. So if you qualify for like, if you get, it's I think it's if you get a certain amount of points overall mm-hmm. all right so, the, so she did so well in the three in the three that, of the, that the, the fourth didn't, didn't matter. matter yeah 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 um and so they apologize and then Haley's Haley has one condition for coming back Jeff Bridges has to get on the trampoline which he said after he 
fractured his spine, which is why he left gymnastics, that he'd never do again. And so he's like, fine, I guess. And Joanne's like, no, you're going to have a cardiovasectomy. I'm going to have a cardiovasectomy. <laughs> think, think about your weenus. And she touches her elbow. God, oh, this is a nightmare. Joanne's a nightmare. Um, Joanne's a party pooper and an idiot is my next note. But the thing um, is, that's, that's an interesting trope because a lot of mean girls are typically portrayed as smart. Or Santana. At least average. Santana Lopez. Uh, intelligent. Yeah. Unless they're like totally ditzy, but then they're never the But then main they're not one. mean. Yeah. Then they're not the main not one. Me- yeah. Or mean enough. You yeah, so, they're Karen. They're Karen, and so usually they're Regina's. It's an interesting trope. Yeah, it'd be like if Karen different. was the leader of the Mean Girls. It's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he gets on, and he does like a flip. He does a half, and then he's like, "What if we do a full? Let's do a full!" And he lands wrong and gets shot off the trampoline and gets taken away in an ambulance. Ambulance. <laughs> Fuck. Rachel is taken away to ambulance for speech. Ambulance. Ambulance. Nope, it's an ambulance. Where is ambulance from? That's a quote. An ambulance. It, it is, but I don't know where it's from. God, I think it might have been something someone said to me once, and I was just like, an ambulance. An ambulance. Um, and so as he's getting Rachel's taken the CEO away, CEO speaking. CEO of speech. <laughs> as he gets taken away, <laughs> the boys show up and they're like, "Let's go out, guys. Let's go have a night out." And Joanne's like, "No." And Haley's like, fuck yeah. And Weiwei and uh, Mina are like, fuck yeah. And then Joanne's like, fine, anything get out of this tard. It, that's Leo tard without the Leo. And walks inside. That is so stupid. She's so dumb. She's so, so dumb. dumb. She's so dumb. Oh, Jesus. But whatever, so they go to the mall. Uh, and the cool of the friends, non-Kellen Lutz, thinks Joanne is hot and Joanne thinks he's hot. And he overhears her asking about him and then he's like, m'lady? <laughs> I just... But it's cuter because they're like 17 and he's not an insult. Yes, but also you can't say you can't m'lady. say lady. It's been tr- tarnished, tarnished, lady since two thousand fourteen without so, consequences. So they stick together the rest of the montage, and they're they holding stick hands and stuff. Together, <laughs> stick it, but <laughs> they I'm, stick it together. Um, and then I had to Google him because I'm like, he is cute. Where is he? He is the white boyfriend in Dear White People. You have not seen Dear White People. I have no. I, I have. love Dear I've White seen, People. I've seen like the. Like the first the season? First, the first half of the first season. Okay, the white boyfriend. The white boyfriend. The white boyfriend. That's... The white boyfriend is cute. Yeah, he's super cute. And he was cuter when he was young, too. When he was little. Because little, he's, like, almost 30 now. When he was little. When he was a little when boy. When he was little. He's cute. <laughs> uh, he has three names. And he doesn't have a Twitter, so. <laughs> three names! Yeah. Rachel, most of us have three names. We all I know, I them. know, I know. Whatever. But he goes by all three. Anyway. So, he's the white boyfriend. Dear white people. What, what, what? He is cute, though. Uh, they let Kellen... Let's they do Kellen Lutz's makeup and he's so cute in his little makeup and he gets little butterfly clips put in his spiked blonde hair. And then there's a montage of them flipping in prom dresses in front of a dress store. They don't rip any of the prom dresses. No, and then Kellen Lutz is just sitting there on the floor in a prom dress. It's so it's such a funny thing. And then like the dresses are starting to sell really fast because they're all it's like free advertising. Yeah. They're flipping in all these dresses. It's so cool. Uh Joanne also reminds me of Adrian Bailon. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and they're all having fun for once, which is so nice. It's so yeah. nice. So they all, they and drop- And they're still practicing! Yeah, so they drop him off, and as, uh, Joanne leaves Poot, she's like, call me, and he says, stalk you, and I found where I, my sense of humor was formed. It was this movie. Call me. Stalk you. Rachel, please. I beg you. So Joanne goes in, and she's decided, she bought a dress, and she's decided she's going to prom with him. His prom with him. 
Ooh, he I, says yes. He says yes. He's I like, can't sure. wait for for Jeffrey Bezos to uh, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. I love that to saying now. And there's a fucking tweet where it's like, "I'm gonna slap Jeff Bezos' bald head so hard it sounds like a screenshot." <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that for I'm the people s- in the back? I'ma slap Jeff Bezos' bald head so hard it sounds like a screenshot. <laughs> Rachel's like a baldish head. Nah, he's like actually bald. Like shaved, shaved bald. Like, not like clipper shaved, like razor shaved. He has no hair. <laughs> so. That's all you had to say. That's all you had to say, but you went razor shaved. I, I really went too shape. far into it. It's like I was writing my you book and over-describing much. everything. Feel like I did too much. Feels like I did too much. You like over-described it and then you just said what it was in the last sentence. Anyway. So much noise. So just Joanne goes and, she, and she's all happy and she, her mom's there and she's like, Mom, I'm going to prom. And her mom's like, no you're not. You're a professional gymnast. What time are you going to prom? We did not move here from Wichita so you could go to prom. Wichita, Kansas. Wisconsin, Kansas. Wisconsin, what the fuck? Oh, W's. Um, I, I don't know where anything is. Kansas. If you asked me to label major cities on a map, I could not do them correctly. Anyway, except so. Except for the ones in Texas. My note says, Joanne's mom says she can't go to prom with, the, with, with Poop, and Jeff admits he lied about getting her to the Olympics. Because the mom is like, you're going to be an Olympic athlete. How are you supposed to focus on anything else but the Olympics? That's why we're here, right? And looks at him and he's like, so I may have lied when I said that, you know, she's for sure going to the Olympics. Because that's what he told a bunch of parents earlier in the movie was like, your six-year-old totally has the Olympic potential. They're Ooh. on the Olympic track. Ooh, that's so nasty. So obviously he's been saying that forever to get money from people because they pay him to be there. Yes. Uh, pay a lot. Gymnastic is not a poor person sport, unfortunately. No, it it's not. very elitist. It is very expensive. Very, and it's very, it's, because it's expensive, it's elitist. Yes. Um, so Joanne's mom decides to pull her out of the gym. She's And Joanne's like, championships are in three weeks. Who's going to train me? And she's like, oh, I'll train you. And Haley's like, huh, good. I thought you said you wanted her to win. And then jo- Jeffers is like, Joanne, you can stay here. It's totally fine if you want, if you choose. Because she's 18. Who cares? Yeah. It's not kidnapping. And her mom's waiting. This is a kidnapping. Her mom's waiting and her mom's like, Josie, let's go. And her mom and jo- Joanne's like, actually, you know what? I'm going to go to prom. And so she stays. Aww. Yeah. And this is where Joanne starts to get a little redeemed. Anyway. Character arc. So the four girls, four girls qualified for championships. Apparently the first time that's ever happened that anyone's qualified in Jeff Bridges's Jim. Jeffrey. And it's Haley, Joanne, Weiwei, and Mina. Mm-hmm. So championships decide who goes to the Olympics. It doesn't matter how well you do. It's about how well you follow their rules. And that just blows. That is a quote from the voiceover of them warming up. Mon- of Voiceover of a montage of them warming up and testing tricks and shit. That sucks. And it's a bunch of kids from a bunch of different gyms. And uh, Trisha, the girl who was crying, this is her last shot at the Olympics. Why? She's she 23. Ooh. So she's aging out body-wise and just age-range-wise. Yeah. Because there's like 15-year-olds at the Olympics for gymnastics. Yeah, the, the gymnastics is... is ugh, it's crazy. not real. Yeah. And then Nastia Lukian is there! Who? She's a gold medalist in gymnastics. I don't know She's in this movie. I don't know anything about She's gymnastics. in this movie as a, gymna- as a gymnast. As a gymnastic. As a gymnast. She is in this movie as a gymnastic! 
Yeah, so they talk about the first day's competition overall, whatever. It's That's when they're rated as a group, and they're not doing too well, but obviously Trisha's on the track to go to the Olympics. And they'll talk about how Nastia should have scored higher, and it's it's about following the rules, but the rules are so arbitrary and old that sometimes it doesn't matter how hard a trick you pulled, if you're, like, one centimeter off of this thing that they're looking for, then you get 10 points removed, or 10, like, point ten, and you only rate out of a 10, but they give in decimals. For shit, so it sucks. Damn. Yeah. So then that night at like a after party, kind of for like the coaches and adults and judges, Jeff confronts her OG coach, mm-hmm. and he says like she's here in spite of you, not because of you, and almost <gasps> decks that man in the mouth. Yeah. We love healthy yeah! fathers. Yeah. We love. Yeah. 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 No matter how hard I try, you keep pushing me inside and I can't break through. And there's no talking to you. Anyway. We love Cher. We love Cher. <laughs> we love Cher. We love healthy father figures in this household. So then, uh, so they're starting vaults and Mina pulls this crazy hard trick, right? And <gasps> sticks it and it's great. Yes. And everyone's like, she's going to get a 10. It's going to be great. She gets 9.5. And Jeff Bridges rushes over to the judge and he's like, what the fuck? And the bitchy old lady judge says she got the points reducted or deducted because her bra strap was showing. And she is very self-righteous in this rule. Very self-righteous. So this is where the, the strap thing that I talked about earlier comes in. Haley's up next and she does the stick it thing. TM, TM, TM. She splashes her bra straps, both of them, pulls them out, and this is all while Blink-182's anthem is playing, and I was Blink like- Blink-182! Yep. And she, so she snaps her own bra strap after signaling the start of her routine and just jumps onto the vault and does the rock on hands, the pointer and the pinky finger, uh, s- signals the end of her routine and intentionally scratches, earning herself zero points. And Jesus. the rest of the team follows suit. So every- and then- other girls from the other teams follow suit, automatically making Mina the vault champion. Yeah. The only one earning any points. Hell yeah. And they all intentionally scratch. Hell yeah. And they're like, wasn't that cool that we just decided who the winner was? And then, ding, light bulb. Joanne goes, what if we just did that for the rest of the competition? And decide who wins each event. That is horrifying. Yeah. That is horrifying. That is absolutely horrifying. Mm-hmm. And that is a smart person's thought from a dumb person. Yeah. Which is horrifying. So, my next note says, Joanne follows suit and intentionally scratches too and shows her bra straps while the lyric, if we're fucked up, you're to blame, plays. And I love this movie. Controlled chaos. <laughs> so, team 12 is suit, whatever. Because fuck the judges and their bullshit rules. Fuck arbitrary rules like that. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Even Jeff Bridges is like, that rule's archaic. And the, the judge is like, apparently so, is her bra. And it's like, fuck you, bitch. She's flip. Jeff Bridges is like, she's flipping through the air. She could break her fucking neck and you care about her goddamn bra strap? Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um, and so, it's a revolution, dude. And Nastia Lukin is the uneven bar champ. So they all decide Nastia is going to be the uneven bar champ. So she's the only one that actually does a routine. Yeah. Everyone else literally just goes and touches the bar and then signals the end of the routine and walks away. Right. And then I put Viva la Revolucion. 
and then anarchy in all caps because I love this fucking movie and they're all just doing it and they're all so happy and proud of themselves and they're all cheering for Nastia and they're all cheering for whoever they've chosen and they're all, all the girls from all the teams are coming up with the winners amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. It's and wonderful. so for the beam, the judges pull all the girls who are competing and have them stand in front of the beam and they're like, will you tell us who is going to compete? And they're all just looking and they, one by one, throw their jackets down and say like, I'm going to compete, you'll see. Like, a, like a, I'm not telling you whether or not I'm competing, but I earned my spot fair and share, uh, fair and square. And the last girl, they look at her, and she hasn't done anything, and they're like, it's okay. Come on. Just do it. And she storms off. And the alternate they put in is Trisha. <gasps> Trisha was an alternate? Well, Trisha was an alternate for the individuals, because she's already qualified. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, Jesus. So... Trisha stands right next to Haley and goes, your little game's over. Or she says something like that. And automatically signing up Trisha as a bitch. Yep. Because Trisha's going to compete. Trisha's going to compete. Um, and they pick Weiwei to do her routine. Mm-hmm. And so um, Joanne starts to be the more of a person, more of a person, like a real person, and starts talking shit about the shitty girl who decided to perform about Trisha. Yeah. And, like, she literally falls asleep at one point, her face falls asleep, and she goes, what did I miss? I'm just kidding. That would be... Like, it's like, oh, Joanne. Now that you you know what being friends feels feels like. like. Having friends, you know what it feels like now. Um, so, Weiwei decides, Trisha does hers, and it's boring, and it's old school, but it's very technically perfect, so she gets a really high score. And then Weiwei's like, I could still scratch, we can still prove our point. And, and Haley's like, nah, dude, we chose you. Go to your, go to your routine, have fun. And Weiwei's like, okay, I'll have fun. Aww. And Weiwei, when she runs, she listens to her iPod. She had been dancing earlier. Weiwei decides, and she decides to new, use a new song for her routine. And it's a hip-hop song with words. You're not supposed to use words. That's a major deduction. Aww. But she, like, but adds she wants to have dance. Fun. She, she's dancing on She's doing all these technically perfect, perfect moves and adding dance and just having fun. She does, like, the worm on the beam. She head spins on the beam. She's just having fun. Yeah. And she definitely gets second place. She definitely gets silver, but she's still qualified. Like, that's still quali- yeah. qualifying. She has fun. She has a fucking worm on the beam. LOL. It's a different statement she's making from the other girls yeah. from what they've already made. And ruining, and she's, uh, let's see. The other girl already ruined the idea of everyone scratching, and it shows a ridiculous amount of skill, but of course she plays second. Uh, and they choose Haley for floor, and it's Trisha versus Haley. Okay. Yep. And all the gymnasts converge on Haley after warm-up, and they try to talk to her, and to, like, talk some fucking sense to her, and tell her to stop being a bitch. And they're like, Trisha, we're not doing this to hurt anybody. We're not doing this to hurt you. We're doing this to prove a point. And it's bigger than you and me. I'm not doing this to hurt you specifically. For sure not. I'm doing this because there are some rules that don't make sense. And we don't like them. And we should we should get to change them. Yeah. Because we're the ones want. putting ourselves on ri- at risk. Yeah. In the, early in the movie, they're like, every everything we do here is a calculated risk. Because it's so easy to break everything on your body in oh, gymnastics. Yeah. It's gymnastics so easy to so die hard. in gymnastics. Yeah. You flip wrong and land on your neck, you're dead, dude. Or you're paralyzed. Like, it's, ah. Yeah, it's it's ah. horrifying. I can't even do a somersault without thinking about my neck. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Okay. So Jeff pulls her, Haley aside, right before she's about to go out, and he tells her how proud he is of her, and not to hold back, and to floor it. Okay, can we, can we talk about how 
revealing things right before you're about to perform, especially to Haley, is a bad idea. But no matter like, how good, good it is. No matter how good it is. Because uh, Okay, but this is positive reinsurance. True. It's different from anything she's had revealed to her before before. That routine. is also fair. Yes. So, and I just put, fuck it, let's go, because you know what let's she performs to? An instrumental version of Fall Out Boys, Our Lawyer Made Us Change the Name of This Song So We Wouldn't Get Sued. And Haley fucking rocks it. Hell yeah. Everyone's cheering. The crowd's like, And much like Weiwei, it shows a lot of beautiful technical skill, and she has fun to the instrumental version of Fall Out Boy. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love this fucking movie, dude. Maybe this was the real beginning of my emo phase. That's where I figured out this would be my emo phase. The last ten minutes of this goddamn movie. Ten minutes. Oh my god. Ten This is the climax minutes. of the movie. Yeah. Whatever. This is my gay and my emo phase because, god, Missy Peregrine, like, she's gonna be this week's episode cover. <laughs> she's right. beautiful. I'm such a homosexual. This is where my, like, I just want a strong lady to step on me comes from. <laughs> This has to be it. <laughs> this has to be the source. All this right. and Buffy. They have to be the source. When she gets a point reduced, I don't even remember. Or she didn't get the score everyone thought she earned. The crowd literally boos the judges. Ooh. Because they were actually having fun. Yeah. Okay, and then Trisha is up. What does Trisha do, Riley? Some boring shit. Or does she have fun? Trisha begins a routine, looks at the other girls, snaps her bra strap, and then scratches like a true team player. Because yeah. she already she already qualified. She already got her gold. Yeah, she can be a true team player. And the all uh, Haley hugs her like they're all like, yeah, yeah, "Thank yeah. you, Trisha. You're great." Uh, our totally fake first place medals. <laughs> and they're all getting interviewed by cameras and the news and talking about how like, yeah, it's nice that we got to control it for once and see what happened and we figured it out. Blah blah blah. Whatever. The movie ends with Haley getting a fuck ton of offers from colleges for gymnastics. Aww. Which earlier in the movie, she's like, I don't care about. She's had her GED since she was 15, so obviously she's yeah. fuck-ass intelligent. Yeah. And super talented. Uh, and then my last note says, in short, I am gay and emo because of Stick It 2006. So, this movie is just so gay without being gay at all. It has Twilight people in it. <laughs> Harmonizes. Eyes of Twilight. Fire. The fucking Twilight. <laughs> I. Oh, also Spotify put the Twilight soundtrack on. You, you, you cowards. I want Robert Pattinson's "Don't Think" on my normal everyday playlist. No, you don't. Rachel. Yes, I do. That song, boss. Don't think. I used to study that song. I'd play it on loop on my CD player because I had the CD of Twilight. Twilight CD. You were such a nerd. I was Twihard, man. Like you were what? The Twihard, like Die Hard, but Twilight. It's Twihard. I'm glad. I'm gonna read Midnight Sun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that I never went through an emo phase because of shit like this. This should. What is this? What is this? My emo phase didn't didn't go away. It just got quieter. <laughs> that should be on a t-shirt like normal people scare me. <laughs> normal people scare me. Nice. Do you have any phrases that weren't like from Hot Topic? Uh. <laughs> anyway, that's grab bag podcast, that's grab guys. Bag podcast. Um, I hope you watch Stick It. If you're Mariana, definitely watch Stick It. Wait, we never introduce ourselves. 
I'm Rachel Robbins. I'm Riley Robbins. And this is Grab Bag Podcast. <laughs> this is 2020. <laughs> I'm Diane Sawyer, and this is 2020. God, Diane Sawyer's like, fuck, no, you aren't. <laughs> um, so, really, no opinions on Stick It. This, this, this segment wasn't to give my opinion other than I'm gay, I'm, I'm emo, emo, and I'm new in town. <laughs> So please watch Stick It and um, tell us what you think. Apparently, I don't know if a lot of people even know about Stick It. I've never, I've never talked to anyone about Stick It who's actually seen it. It's always just, just me- like I love Stick It's it. literally and always just me like, like I love Stick It. People are like cool. It's in the same way like Jennifer Body, Jennifer's Body. Like, but more people have seen Jennifer's Body. But yeah, like Jennifer's- when I first loved Jennifer's Body, no one knew Jennifer's Body. And I took like it's become a cult classic. But, like, but it's become... Riley and Mariana had never seen it until I took them to it at an Alamo special pro- like special showing of oh, it. Oh, no, I had watched Jennifer's Body when you started watching it, but I didn't remember any of it because okay, I have awful memory. It's the same thing. That's, that's the same that's thing. thing. It's, just, it's basically the same thing. Because you just did, you didn't know. You, and you didn't care, really. But, like, Jennifer's yeah. Body is so good, too. <laughs> now, it's a cult classic, so it doesn't deserve... It doesn't fall on this list because it's not, quote-unquote, a shitty movie because it's a cult classic. Ha-ha. <laughs> Just because I rate, hate Rocky Horror doesn't mean it's a shitty movie. It's a cult classic. Whatever. So, oh god, I never pull up this note beforehand. Why <laughs> Why? Why am I like this? We always also, take time to pull also, up the Also, uh, by the way, I planned a super secret graduation for Riley oh, on yeah. Saturday for high school. And, uh, like, three weeks leading up to it, because I had been planning it for over a month, I had to try and hope that she would not look at my notes and find, like, uh, find things, notes of how many people I had invited and, like, things of me planning her pot, her, uh, super secret graduation in these notes on my laptop. And I, I was just hoping read. she wouldn't read it. I, I can't read. I don't have eyes. And so, anyway, uh, this is Grab Bag Podcast. Uh, on Instagram, we are Grab Bag Pod. On Twitter, we are Grab Bag Podcast. I am Ray Robbins. I am Theater Geek 244. Theater Geek now spelled correctly. correctly. Yeah, woo. woo. So yeah. follow us on all that. Uh, tell us what you think. Watch Ticket. Watch Ticket and tell me if you're gay, dude. Just tell me. Let me know. Let me know. Or if you're straight. Like, you can be straight for Missy Peregrine. I'm personally not. I'm gay for her. But that you know what? You could be gay for Jeff Bridges or straight for Jeff Bridges, too. He's not too old in this movie. It was 2006. He's only, like, in his 60s or 50s now. So he's, like, 40 then. That's that's acceptable. That's acceptable. That's acceptable. That's, that's acceptable thirst. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Bye, guys. Bye.